That is right, none taken. Uh, this is the movie Moron Podcast, and I am the movie Moron. Uh, I feel like every time I switch those, it's never consistent. I don't know if I call myself the movie Moron first, or if I call it the episode first, or the podcast first. Who knows? Not me. Nope. I would assume you guys know better than me, because you guys re-listen to every episode. I don't. Oh. Well, well I didn't realize that was part of the job description. We don't take tabs. <laughs> I was just saying you guys might know. It's just white noise on my way to work. Wow, oh. rude. <laughs> um, <Ouch>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, yeah, so I'm the host, Easton Moore, the movie moron himself. Uh, with me, as always, is the practical co-host, Trevor. Uh, guten Tag, my nair. Um, and then uh, our all-time guest is here, uh, Tristan. Hello. Um, this week, we flipped it up a little bit. We were supposed to do Violet Night, um, but then it's not really getting a huge push in the theaters. Uh, not a lot of people are really watching it, even though it was advertised like crazy. Um, I guess it's not hitting off too well. So um, we s- decided to do an audible and do a movie that's being talked about quite a bit uh, that we all had already watched last weekend and Bones and All. So Woo. yummy, yummy. Uh, Tristan Ew. wants to say sorry to Brandon because he really wanted to do this episode and then we said we weren't going to do it. So he came on Glass Onion instead. Um, but then we audibled, I think, yesterday. So it was kind of last minute. Um, however, we're uh, going to do uh, Bones and All. If you don't know anything about this movie, um, that's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's to a lovely go in blind. Thanksgiving movie about uh, <laughs> the warmth of familial people and finding finding lovers amongst the craziness that is the world. Yep, I get. It, I don't know if any of that's true. It's but a heartwarming film. Movie is mainly about drifters. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, with a lot of other weird things that go on. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you, if you want to watch a trailer before you watch, like go to the movie theaters or not, cause it is a little bit out there. Um, you will be extremely confused or not confused, uh, su- not surprised. Uh, you'll be mildly, mildly, uh, happy with the, um, no, I don't know. I'm trying to make <laughs> Wait, jokes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll just be surprised about 10 minutes in. Um, about the direction that this movie takes and then I, sticks with it. I even knew the direction and I was still surprised. Did you guys see the trailer for this? Yeah. No. Oh, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you guys are That's supposed to like keep talking <laughs> since you see that your host is drinking water real quick, but no, just... I can't see. I She's can only see straight. the camera. Yeah. Well, you could look back and forth. I mean, I'm staring at you guys the whole time. It's not... The same. I feel like I have a pretty good vantage point. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, I did watch a trailer. I didn't know what it was about for the I most part. I think you just told me what it was about. I think I just used a word that yeah. kind of explained it, and that was about it. Which I'm glad you did. <laughs> Looking back. You know, I, I saw a uh, TikTok had a, a ton of advertisement on it for this movie. Interesting. I didn't see a single one on TikTok. I think I saw, I think every time I opened the app, like the few days leading up to the movie, I would see, it was just some TikTok personality being like, you guys, I've been waiting for this movie all year. I'm like, okay, well, enjoy that <laughs> you money guys. you got for <laughs> doing this ad spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe when we get our TikTok ready, we'll be able to throw ads on telling people to go watch movies. Ads on ads on ads on ads. <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody will know if any of our opinions are real or not. That's yeah. exactly what we want. Um, You're not real, man. 
Um, okay, so just general thoughts. Uh, we're not going to spoil anything, so you decide if you want to know kind of the th- uh, premise of this movie or not. Uh, it is a romance drama at its core. Um, family drama kind of uh, at its core. So that's if that's all you want to know going into it, that's fine. If you want to kind of be... See if it really is worth it, not taking into account our words. Um, you can watch the trailer and see if it's interesting, but yeah, you, it will ruin a piece of it. I would, I would, yeah, you're correct. It would ruin a piece of it. So, yeah, and it it wouldn't ruin the whole movie or anything. It's just you're gonna miss that surprise because um, you're not gonna expect that. Yeah. You're not gonna expect that turn at all. Tbh, I did know what it was going in. And that first part still got me. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. And I looked at Easton. And he was like, "You knew." I knew it was coming right out. away. Just the it like the closer it gets, the more I was like, "Oh!" But then I, it was really the sound that got me. Mm. Anyway, we're getting I too plugged close to my the mark there. Yeah, yeah, maybe we are. Um, okay, so general thoughts, Trevor. What were your general thoughts on this one? Do we? So are we gonna avoid that part of yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just um, I once again, Timothy Chalamet comes through, my Woo! boy. Yeah, he he does great. I and so does the. uh, I haven't seen the the woman lead in anything else, so I I don't know her name. Uh, Taylor Russell. I have her pulled up. She's also played in Waves, Escape Room, um, Before I Fall, Words on Bathroom Walls, which we enjoyed. Um, uh, Down a Dark Hall. Yeah, I mean I haven't Uh, seen any of these. Yeah, well we've seen Birds on Bathroom Walls. Words. Birds in the bathroom? <laughs> Words on bathroom walls. Um, I have seen Before I Fall, but I don't have a marked here. So. Um, and then uh, I know Waves was a really popular movie a few um, a few years ago in 2019. So um, around, but I think this might be her first like, well, no, she was the lead or co-lead in uh, Words on bathroom wall. But yeah. this definitely had a bigger, I think, market. Uh, for marketing for sure yeah. mm-hmm. um, and had more probably a bigger budget I don't really know I didn't research it but yeah so still kind of new is what I'm getting at for sure well I I think it's a pretty it, as far as the romantic stuff goes I think it's pretty solid um, this I, I was telling somebody I think I was actually talking to our fr- one of our friends over at uh, what the fanboy is talking to Brett about this and I said, this kind of has that, like, Paul Thomas Anderson, Studio Ghibli, like, everything is kind of just, like, wrapped up at the end. Not a mm. whole lot of loose ends. It's just, like, this is what it is. There's one thing that we'll talk about in spoilers. Um, they, when they have the conversation in Georgia with the two guys that pull up in the, in the pickup, he says something that we never really get to see much of. Sure. And maybe you guys have a different opinion on that, or maybe you, as it goes on, you could open my eyes a little bit. But I, other than that, I mean, the, some of the dialogue's clunky. I feel like now I'm only saying negative things. But I did really over and all enjoy this. I I thought the thing that we're avoiding wasn't too intense. It uh, I thought it did it pretty well. It was just a constant thing that kind of kept coming up. Yeah. yeah. And the, it wasn't over-explained either. Mm-hmm. It was very... Yeah. 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 I, I will say, if you think about it for more than just a couple... Like, for more than just what's in the context of the movie world it i i feel like it does kind of get a little thin and falls apart a little bit but no over like i said i'm I'm trying to avoid saying too much about the thing but overall i did really enjoy this yeah tristan yeah i um i it this the way that this movie was shot really 
makes dirty people and things seem very beautiful. <laughs> There's some real great shots it's of like very, the Midwestern sky in this. Yeah. Well, even just like the people, mm. they they're like dirty. Yeah. They're very dirty and they wear the same clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. But in like the movie as a whole, it's it's still like a beautiful shot. The aesthetic comes through. Yes. Yeah, it's a nice aesthetic. Yeah. But they're very dirty <laughs> all the time. Have, have you guys seen Call Me By Your Name no. at all? No. Oh, okay. I was it's, curious if maybe it was... It's on It's on the watch list. I know a lot of people like it, but yeah. I, I just don't know. We have it on Vudu. We just I think it's, I think it's also it on yet. Netflix right now. I mean, we ha- we own it. Sure. So, yeah. well, For the listeners, it's on Netflix. That, fair enough. That's uh, the other... Timothy Chalamet movie? Well, and the same director. Oh, oh nice. I didn't yeah. realize that. So, I was just cur- the reason I brought that up was because I was curious if maybe he has the same kind of vibe in that movie. Of like not dirty necessarily, but like a very this is the aesthetic and I'm sticking to it mm. kind of thing. So yeah, and yes, of course I love Timothy Chalamet, and uh, I I enjoyed it. I did um, plug my ears and look away sometimes, um, but I I I'm I liked it. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Good. Um, before I get into my opinions, do you guys want to guess what the Rotten Tomato scores on this are? Uh, Letterbox is a three point eight. Um, but what do you think uh, Rotten Tomatoes sitting out with uh, critic and audience? I think the critic scores in the nineties. Last I checked, okay, but that might be wrong. It might even be a hundred. It's eighty one. Oh, what, what recently came out that they have at a hundred? I don't know. What do you think Weird. the audience is though? Weird is what it is. They 36. like it too. They've got to thirty six. Yeah. Wow, you! I I thought it was going to be around an eighty to eighty-five, but it's sitting at sixty-one, hmm. which was a lot less than everything I'm hearing on Twitter is all praise, praise, yeah. praise. This is amazing. This is amazing. So I was thinking this might like already be overrated because I'm seeing this as like people putting it in the top two, top three of 2022, mm. and saying it's the their favorite movie of the century. I mean, or I guess wow. this decade, which is just two years, but yeah. two three years, but. I enjoyed when I was watching it. Uh, there were times where I got slightly bored or that they just went a little like yeah. too long. Um, this has a third act point two or point <laughs> one or yeah. third act A and third act B <laughs> that didn't feel like was needed at all. Um, maybe that was to wrap up some stuff um, that you may or may not liked that they did, mm-hmm. but it was completely unnecessary. Um it added absolutely nothing to the film. Um, and so I thought it was really weird that they decided to just tack on a, I don't know if you want to call it a part two of the act or a fourth act, mm-hmm. uh, or you just want to make it a 10, 15 minute long um, after credit scene. <laughs> so um, Tristan's really confused, but we'll, we can talk about it when we get there. Uh, Cause I felt like it wrapped up really good. And then there was another 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, why? Yeah. Um, Maybe it was just to see tits. I don't know. Because we got side boob at the very end. Mm. <laughs> Tristan's really confused now. Um, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. But my, uh, <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, second part of my general thoughts is this kind of just feels like American Honey with a twist. Um, and American Honey already kind of has a twist. Mm. You have a um, uh, weird, dirty dude, uh, Shia LaBeouf in... American Honey, and you have 
uh, Timothy Chalamet here. Did I see American Honey? Maybe. You may have forgot it, though. It's a pretty weird movie. Um, and then you have... Um, <gasps> oh, with the the house oh in the field? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then you have um, a black female lead in both movies. And they're both just about drifters. They're about... And, and it's the female attaching to the male drifter. Now, the difference is one's a group of drifters with Shia LaBeouf, and the, this one's more of a just one person. Um, but that's kind of what I felt the whole time. I was like, this just feels like a, like a normal kind of, I'm getting away from my family, uh, like I need to run away, uh, and I'm 18, and I just attach to this boy um, who happens to be a good person which i'm glad it, it didn't turn into like getting taken advantage of or anything but mm-hmm. um and it's just a romance between them two and like that's fine but i do i don't see the overwhelming like this is the greatest thing in the past three years yeah which is what i've been seeing so that's what i don't get so like i'll go ahead and spill my beans here this like this is like slightly above average not slightly above average it's good but nowhere near great mm. and i'm hearing great great um, which I guess the normal audience, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes people that can just sign in and do uh, Rotten or yeah. Fresh kind of have it down the middle. But yeah, between film Twitter, which I'm a big part of, mm-hmm. mainly I just watch them talk about movies. Mm-hmm. I usually don't uh, uh, chime in myself, but I see a lot of them just really putting it up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but Timothy Chalamet does do a good job. I thought the... Uh, the woman, uh, Taylor Russell, was a l- not quite at the level of Timothy Chalamet for pretty much the whole movie. Um, mm. I thought Timothy Chalamet was definitely carrying. I, I think she did fine, um, but it was definitely a movie that was uh, funneled through him. And uh, all of the major uh, emotional uh, scenes had to be, had to go through him um, for it to have much... Wait, uh, and that could be because I'm a male, and so I, I kind of attach to those uh, him a little bit more, and sure. maybe that's why, um, especially with both of them having family drama, and I can maybe attach to his family drama a little bit more than hers. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I felt there. Uh, there's a weird amount of supporting casts here, um, and they do fine, but they're all extremely weird characters. Mm. Mainly just one, I guess. That's really <laughs> weird, but but purposeful. Yeah. I know he's supposed to be weird. Oh, gotcha. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the the twist of this movie is like we wanted to make a drifter movie, but we want to like it needs to have something else to it. Mm. Um, which I'm glad if they're gonna do it. Yeah, but I I don't know how like the movie didn't feel about that thing like. It was kind of advertised to be about this thing. It's mm. supposed to be about this thing. And it's more of just something that is happening throughout this story. But it doesn't really change a whole lot. It just yeah. starts us off. Every 20 minutes, it gets brought up again um, in a very like offhanded way. Um, I didn't mind it. No, I didn't mind it either. I just, I, I, what was the purpose of any of it? And I also don't know if maybe this is like the thing was supposed to be a metaphor to of something else. Hmm. Uh, I thought about that quite often of like, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, maybe we can get into some theories later, well, but I, I, I kind of, I kind of took it as I, cause I thought about that too. Like maybe this is 
maybe this is supposed to be representative of something else. And I think it's just supposed to be, it's a very vague, generic kind of thing. And I think you can kind of just put anything in to replace that. That's right. It's just like, yeah, I'm an outsider and I struggled with this. So for this, it represents this to me. And then yeah. somebody else could see the same thing and be like, well, I'm an outsider and I struggle with this. So it represents this. And it's a completely different thing. Gotcha. I kind of got that vibe a little bit from that's, it. That's fair. Um, but overall, I did enjoy my time. Um, I think the, the I just keep on saying it, it just feels like it's over um, because that's just what I was reading up for two, three weeks before I saw it. Mm-hmm. But uh, still very much enjoyed my time and um, thought overall it's a pretty good movie. Um, it was very well directed, um, which sounds like um, he's a great director if he's done uh, two movies that people – well, three movies – Call me, call me by your name and Bones and All are definitely two that uh, a lot of people have attached to. But uh, we saw Suspiria, which is a completely different film. <laughs> um, but I think that's a really, really good film. So I yeah. guess uh, I think he has some good work. Um, just a little bit, a uh, little bit weird. Well, and he looks it too. He looks a little, <laughs> yeah, a little just out pulled there. Up a picture. Yeah. He looks kind of like William Defoe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's. Johnson, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, Dakota Johnson and, and the uh, witch. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys have anything else you would say? I had something, but I lost it. So maybe we'll come back to me in spoilers. Okay. Well, I guess we can. Uh, we're we're blowing through this, so we'll just get into uh, recommendations. Oh, I remembered actually. Um, here in a second. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I uh, I wonder if the reason maybe this movie is getting so much praise is I think every year we get one movie. So I I think this can probably be like classified as like an artsy, you know, kind of Oscar running movie maybe. But I think what happens is I think it tries, but it's not there. Well, and sure, but I think I think we get one or two movies every fall that like the general public goes to see and it's so different from all like the blockbusters that they spent all year watching that when they finally see it, they're like, Oh, this is so original. This is such a great concept. I like, I would have never expected to see this on screen. But then when you do see all those other, like, you know, all the other, like when we saw Banshees and stuff like that, like we do see that. So we're already kind of exposed to those weird kind of more out there movies. So I wonder if that's why it's getting so much praise is because well, the people I crossover, the people I follow on Twitter that are these big movie people, like they see everything Mm -hmm. they, they've seen 250 movies this year, Mm -hmm. like from this year, not like, yeah. So I'm like, I, I, and they still put, they're still putting this at the top of their list out of the 222 movies that they've seen. Um, and that's what, like, that's what I've been seeing is the people that like, watch everything it's up here and then the people that like i think i watch maybe 40 i don't know maybe 60 70 from mm-hmm. this year um and maybe less than that i don't really know um but like this won't i don't think break the top 10 yeah so sure i uh <laughs> i keep losing it so yes for recommendations <laughs> i do i do recommend this sure tristan uh for some people <laughs> yes okay um i do have to say our theater was pretty darn full mm-hmm. oh really um and i think we did have one person walk out yeah, yeah. i think so. We i think person. we had i think we had a couple people too yeah or it was a couple 
Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, it is that kind of movie yeah. where um go you can't at, handle it, you can't handle it. Go at your own risk. Um I do know that sometimes um theaters will give you voucher tickets if if you mm. go to see a movie and you walk out like if it is too much within the la- within the first 20 minutes. Like it it'll be explained in the first 20 minutes what this movie kind of is about. Um, if that does feel like too much, you, they'll probably give you a voucher to go watch, you know, Puss yeah. in Boots on Christmas if you want. <laughs> if you want something a little bit lighter, which is coming out with like a 97% Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. People are like already obsessed with it. With which one? They were talking about it. Puss in Boots. Mm. During the Dallas game last night. Yeah. IGN wrote it is uh, the Shrek version of Logan we never knew we needed. The Shrek what? version of Logan. That's some that's some that's some big words <laughs> that they threw around in that sentence just now. Let me I'm see sorry. if I can find the official um thing. Um yeah, funny. Um <laughs> I'll find it and we'll uh, we'll start with that at the top of the uh spoiler parts. So my yeah. recommendation is yes. I mean I, I did really enjoy it. Uh it's it is more towards the romance, but if you're a film lover, I think you'll enjoy a lot of the things about it. Um, if you like a romance, um, you may like that as well. And if you're definitely anywhere on like the outside fringe of normalcy, I think you'll definitely attach to a lot of things uh, that this movie has to offer because it definitely deals with those um, on the outsert, outside outskirts of uh, society and uh, does it well. Makes them out to be, you know, who, just who they are without overdoing anything and whatever. So, yeah, um, all in all, do recommend it. I don't know if it's like a 100% need to be movie in the theater, but mm-hmm. all in all, it's still something that, like, I'm very glad I saw and definitely would recommend uh, other people see. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's it for our recommendations um, and the g- general, you know, spoiler-free talk. Um, we'll get into spoilers, so we will spoil what that thing is. <laughs> So if you uh, if you haven't seen it yet and you care uh, at all, um, then go ahead and pause now. But uh, otherwise, we'll be right back after this short ad. Fabulous. All right, we are back. It's cannibals. Oh. <laughs> it is cannibals. <laughs> we warned you. We did, in fact, warn you. Um, so, uh, like I said, um, I would uh, I would tell you the Puss in Boots Last Wish review that IGN says. Nine out of ten. Amazing. Puss in Boots. The Last Wish mixes stunning animation with uh, potent, surprising, mature story. Deliver the Shrek's franchise answer to Logan. We didn't know we needed. Mm. <laughs> it was a big meme that came out. Because okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who in the world is going to connect Logan and, and Puss in Boots? But IGN did it. so And it worked because everybody talked about it. And I'm sure they got a thousand retweets. Uh, actually, I'm sure is several thousand retweets. Um, okay, but yes, uh, the one the thing that happens um, in this movie is uh, the woman um, is a we don't know what exactly when it starts, uh, but yeah, she likes to eat um, People. people's skin. I mean, not like eat them like raw, like all the way down to like like kill them and whatever. She just uh, takes a bite out of someone's finger. Well, in the beginning. Yeah. And then it uh, devolves to, yes, they just love eating people. Just eating eating all the people. Yeah. And uh, we do learn that they are not cannibals, per se. Uh, they are not f- 
like humans per se. I mean, they are humans. Yeah, they they have They're some not... like special abilities, and it's like a genetic thing. Yes. At least I, that's what I got from it. Was it, some it is it thing. is similar to a vampire where they feel the need and like have the need to feed. <laughs> yes, and they feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem like they absolutely have to like uh, vampires do. Uh, they just get very, I don't know, dull or I don't know something. They didn't really explain yeah. it too much, but um, if you go without it for a long time, it uh, is not beneficial for you as a person. Mm. And so, uh, so yeah, they eat, and they can eat like the whole body, mm-hmm. like, it, and that's why it's called bones and all, yeah. um, which is uh, I think a pretty bad title, if I'm being honest, because they they reference it, mm-hmm. um, but then they never do it. I think it does happen once. The, and we can talk about it when we get to the end. Oh, I was like Timothy Chalamet's either Tim Timothy Chalamet and his dad mm-hmm. that happens there, and then uh, I I assume you're talking about um, the dude at the end, mm-hmm. uh, which yes, that makes sense. But they don't make it any kind of deal about it because they also earlier in the film in the second act they talk about like what this life changing experience of eating a person. All the way through, do bones we want, and all. Do we want to just jump to the end? We're just talking all, all of it together. Okay, so if you want to need to say something about it, then go for it. This was a it was an exciting experience for me because that it came like so. I saw this. and I was thinking about it like for the rest of the day because I was also like when we saw the end, I was like, yeah, you know, it's not a happy ending, but like it is an ending, and like it sometimes the endings aren't happy, and that's just what it is. Well, it ended up being a happy ending. How so? They end up being together i did not understand the ending i think that's a flashback oh i didn't think so oh okay um i i guess you're you're assuming that they that she eats both of them yes but i think that's where the title comes in because i think because the guy the georgian cannibal says you like once you eat both something bones and all it's a it's a years there's life before that and then there's life after that yeah and so i think she does eat them both at the end, and and that's supposed to represent we've seen her life before. Now it's time for her life as a fully fledged. I am. This is what I am. Sure. Kind of thing. Um, I guess if if that was that's where I thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, however, then they showed the last scene of her hugging. Uh, Timothy, and yeah. so it. What is their in movie names? Oh, I'm on the wrong movie. Oh, here. it's Lee and uh, Marin. M- Marin. Marin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, to have the last shot be a flashback without there being yeah, any that kind of. Me. If it is a flashback, you have to. First of all, you have to have a precedent of flashbacks mm-hmm. and then show, like, there has to be something visually to show that it is a flashback, or else there's no way for an audience to know that it is one. Gotcha. And so. Um, I don't know if it is. I didn't really think about it because there was nothing that made it seem like it was a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt like it. Sa- it does sound like they kind of have some of them have powers, kind of like there's some sniffing Smell powers. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if maybe she has and some sort of like power. Develop it because I think maybe. she was licking the wound. I thought she took a full on bite out of him. At the I end. couldn't really tell. So there was. <laughs> Are you okay, Tristan? <laughs> It's no, disgusting. She, yeah, <laughs> she she was eyes covered, uh, eyes shut, hands over ears multiple times. Right yeah, the movie. which I guess. I, so I guess looking at it, if you if you think it's a bite, 
you assume that she would eat him, and that's maybe why I thought it was a yeah. flashback. But if you don't think it's a bite, see, I then was that un- would make sense. I why. was unclear. Yeah, exactly. I, I was I was unclear of what was ap- actually happening because it was. I mean, she didn't want to. He was saying to do it, mm-hmm. screaming, and like, and none of it was like shown. Um, it was just all kind of a blur. Um, and you couldn't tell. It looked like a bite, but then also there was tongue, and so I'm like, I don't really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just cuts to a flashback. Yeah. Or, or well, what you think is a flashback. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where they're together. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, well, they survived this. They ate the woman, or they ate the dude, mm-hmm. um, and they got out of there. Yeah. Because it also shows a clean uh, apartment. Oh, Tim, the weird dude? Timmy. Tom. Sully? Sully. Sully. Yeah. Sully's one fucked up character, I'll tell you that Okay, much. I yeah. am going to say this about him. When he, I, I thought he was gonna be a nice man. Yeah, they, they tried very hard to. And I was make you think that I was like sad when she just like didn't say anything and just left, like at the beginning. And I'm like, what? He's trying to help you, and you just like escaped, like he's a bad guy or something. <laughs> but then, oh, I was so wrong. And I, I think that was well done by the director and the writers to have um a trust your gut. Of like a yeah. you like it, she says it in the scene with the van of like you have done you have been nothing but nice to me but like I feel creeped out yeah. and I don't know how to not and so I can't just like get over that and this friendship has to go both ways you trust me but I I just can't trust you yeah and so it's not going to work That's and so the- I thought that was really well done and I liked that because he did seem like he was creepy. But he did seem that he was trying to help. Until he switches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and she handled herself so well in the van scene. It made me, like, viscerally angry that there were so many people at that little farmer's market, whatever, yeah. and not a single yeah. person came out to be like, hey, maybe back off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think once they started yelling. Yeah, um, a couple of them do yeah, walk out. L- look but... over and, yeah. Um, but... Still, just a van pulls up to a young lady. You still think that some, yeah, yeah. But I think, I think that was just a like we want this confrontation yeah. to happen. We can't have somebody else to come ruin that. This needs to be her standing up and yeah, telling him off, not somebody else doing it. Yeah. Um. So like, I get it, but also like, I, I right. that was one of the better scenes. The movie has to happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. But solely, uh, yeah. I think that should have been the end of Soli. Mm, I when that when that happens, I thought he would come back. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't think it would, but yeah. the way that the movie had ended before the second ending, mm-hmm. um, it just didn't feel like a need. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because they were just in the house and they got their jobs and they were living their life. That felt like an ending, and then they decided to have a second ending where Soli comes in and um, tries to do whatever the fuck he's trying to do because there, there's no, we never know what his real ambition is yeah we don't know if it is to like have a relationship with her sexually I or if it's like that, that was it or if it's supposed to be a i don't have a daughter and like i want to have a father like daughter relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and i can provide that to you but he's always way too creepy about it mm-hmm. where it always feels sexual and we don't know. Yeah. Um, Especially at the end. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so then we just get that extra scene of him getting going inside her house somehow. Um, yeah. And he's good at sneaking I in. I guess he is good at sneaking in. And then they kill him. 
and that's like I guess if he if Timothy Chalamet does in fact die, that does add a little bit to it. But I think that makes I don't know if it makes the movie worse or whatnot, but I just didn't feel needed. And if and if they both survive, then it's completely unneeded. There was no purpose to it at all. I mean Yeah. He came in, they murdered, ate him, and then left and went on and lived their life. There was no addition to that extra bit of screen time. Mm-hmm. But I guess if they wanted him to die for some reason, I guess. Well, and like I said, I think that's the the when I the thing I said earlier about it felt like every loose end was tied up. Yeah, like yeah. That now he's he's taking yeah, care of it. Yeah, because there there wouldn't be there's no more loose end. Yeah, which Except is why I said that you might like that. The one dialogue thing that I didn't that felt sin to me when they're talking with the Georgian cannibals, they they make they take mention of Lee, and they say something along the lines of like you look like you're about to snap in any second like mm-hmm. you're you're whatever and we never really get that i mean we yeah. get we get his whole saying with the the carney dude um <laughs> that was but, weird but we never he never like goes off the rails he never like just freaks out and kills somebody like openly in the street or anything like that he does he does he freaks out on marin like once but it's nothing and and that's insane. that's after after she sees her mom right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i thought that was just they were i didn't even get the vibe that he was like exploding on her i just was like oh they're both feeling a lot of feelings right now and, yeah. and, and emotions are ramping up no i totally yeah. agree i'm just saying that's the only thing that you could you could, could attach it, it to yeah. and i don't think it's a like i don't think it's a good argument yeah um but I do think the movie's best pieces were uh, their own individual um, family, um, like, dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he still had a relationship with his sister. Yeah, but then Sully fucks that up and yeah, eats her sister. I, I didn't. Wait, what? Yeah, he one kills. Of the, one of the braids on the braided hairs thing was the uh, sister's braid. Yeah. Uh. So Sully was going around and like he was still following her, right? following Even after and, the yeah. confrontation. Yeah, and so another like I like that I just didn't think like it just made everything worse. Like it killed a sister. You possibly killed Timothy, but you don't even really like solidify if that's really what happened. Um, I also don't realize why they wouldn't call the cops. So that's another thing that I think, like, if you think about this world that he's created of cannibals too much, it kind of starts to fall apart. Mm. Is the police and... Yeah, and there would be, mis- like, there would just be half-eaten bodies. Up, up, it, it, yeah. So if we take it, even if there's, like, let's say six cannibals to a state, that's still so many half-eaten bodies. And I guess you could explain away with, like, it's the late 80s and technology wasn't great, but... Yeah. Or you should just led with the they eat them whole from the start. Yeah, because then you yeah. just don't, you, people just go missing. Yeah, and exactly. there's no real way to kind of you know get yeah. much out of that and unless we, they eat them down to the bone mm-hmm. and like they don't leave any like it's just bone remains. Yeah, but I'm sure there would still be like human teeth marks on the bones or whatnot. So, right. but yes, there's when you think about it a little bit more, it's it's a little bit. And there's a moment where weird. we see cops come into the diner and then it pans to the police station across the street. And I was like, Oh, now we're going to get like this other side of like, what do, what do the like it, normal people think is happening? Well, that was also a really, I thought that was just really bad. Um, uh, like nah, not leading foreshadowing. Like mm-hmm. it was foreshadowing that to me, I didn't think that, I, I thought it was going to, like, she was going to turn on all the eaters. 
Oh, and she was going to turn yeah. herself in and turn in everybody else that she's been connected with and explain, yeah, and explain like who these people are and they're all connected. That like yeah. it's genetic and that you know whatever. And then no, it just moves on to something else and doesn't do anything with the police. Yeah, thing. Um, what what did that start with? The police. Uh, mm. uh, oh, the. the the world of like the oh, cannibals what, no thing. why they didn't call the cops or why they didn't call an ambulance hmm. it would have been very easy to say somebody broke into my house yeah and tried to murder me and so we self-defended ourselves and killed like they didn't eat him yet yeah so like very easily could have gotten out of, got him to the hospital and and worked on him and and he would have been fine so i don't understand the whole what like we can't call the cops here yeah because he's yeah. He, like the other guy was dead right and like they acted in self-defense and like a- unless they're i assume they're not wanted people because they have normal jobs at a library and whatnot so it just doesn't yeah. that didn't make any sense to me um and uh, unless and, and my opinion if he heals her or whatever mm-hmm. or if she heals him uh or they survive in some other way then it doesn't really matter that they didn't call the ambulance mm-hmm. but yeah, it just felt weird in the moment. I'm like, why are you hesitating? <laughs> I my only thought is that it could, you just have to it make sure he's dead. Like yeah, right. My ol- my only sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, my good. only thought would be maybe it's just a residual thing because I think they're in his hometown, aren't they? I think so. And or at least close by or, or close. Or, yeah, yeah, I think they're I like think a town close because so they over. were like, let's drive until we run out of gas. Yeah, away from the town. Yeah. Then, so I think maybe it's just a residual thing from him where he's like, we can't go to any kind of law enforcement kind of thing. But yeah, then there's no, there's nothing to back that up throughout the movie of like we have, he lures some dude out of a convenience store and kills him in the building next door. Like, oh yeah. Anybody could have just been like, oh yeah, see that guy with the red hair? He was edging it. He was egging him on. Yeah. Maybe you should check out him. <laughs> oh yeah. There's multiple times where there's doesn't really make sense how they're not caught. Yeah. Um, because she also just walks out of the convenience store and sees him walk out of that building full Super of blood. Super nonchalantly. Yeah. And just full of blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's definitely some stuff you have to overlook when it comes to the uh, right. how are they getting away with this stuff. But I don't think that was they didn't want that to be a focus, and so I'm not. I was more just slightly annoyed, but not didn't really take me out of much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's I think he does. I think the director does a good job of like because they also steal the guy's truck and are driving that around for two months. A guy that they killed. Mm -hmm. There would be a stolen plate. Yeah, thing for that within a couple of seconds. I decided pretty early. Yeah, yeah. I I decided pretty early. Like I can't be hung up on this because it's not a focus of theirs. It's not the purpose, and they're not trying to make it one. So, yeah. it well, is what it is. And it's kind of this is kind of like a play where it's like, like you said, you know, you have to just the director. I think does a good job of like, this is my world, deal with it. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's better than trying to get every single piece All correct. Figured out, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, that I else? there's one other thing I I did enjoy the the kind of telling us through showing us thing um of the mother how when we see her like we get to see what an eater looks like that doesn't get to eat yeah where she is you know lost her hands and whatever she just else. ate herself well, she ate her hands she didn't lose them well and that i mean that's what i was getting at but yeah 
but uh yeah and then the the nurse um aide is like telling us about how she has a history of like attacking people and things and so the and it's died down mm-hmm. like after years and years and years it yeah. finally went away yeah um yeah the i think the best scene was the one with uh timothy chalamet explaining like what actually happened to his father oh yeah mm-hmm. i agree yeah a million um, yeah that was uh that was hidden long enough um and i'm glad that they didn't decide to just keep it this I don't want to talk about it thing, but finally yeah. allowed it to get spoken about. And um, Timothy Chalamet did great both in, I think he just explained it. I don't think they showed anything. I, I think he was. I don't think they showed anything. No. I okay. So. Well, sometimes I just visualize it in my head. So I'm like. Yeah. We do get quite a bit of like nightmare. The, these eaters apparently have nightmares frequently. So we do get some like, I think we get some stuff like. With him was like a faceless character kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I think but so. Yeah, I don't think we get like a full on. It was the year was blah 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 flashback kind of thing. Yeah, or even like when he's explaining it, you don't like see a fight between him right. and his father because I was like, I don't think we ever got a visual of what his father looked like. Um. Yeah, man. The only other thing I can think of is um. Uh, the something else with the georgian cannibal people but i can't think they, of it. the guy wasn't a cannibal oh, the yeah. guy wasn't an eater he yeah. was a cannibal that's the difference yeah all these other people are eater eaters he doesn't that's, have the that's what i meant he doesn't have the gene and he decides to eat anyways yeah <laughs> that's his god scene. so he's just like a representation of like a real like i'm not this but i'm gonna be and like, like mm-hmm, i'm gonna be a part mm-hmm, of it mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, they did a, the movie did a really good job of having this like weird eeriness around everybody that they encounter, which mm-hmm. I thought was really good. Yeah. Soli never feels right. The Georgian people never feel right. Yeah, the carnival person never feels right, even though he's the one that murders him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will say I think that Soli character, the actor, did, did a good a, job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shoot, creeped you out a lot. <laughs> A lot. You wouldn't want your grand granddaddy oh, act like that. Stop. No. <laughs> no. Okay. My grandpa is perfect. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to say, Tristan, about this anymore? No. Nope. Don't want to go into detail about any no. of the eating. Uh, the very first scene, especially the one with the uh, like when he she bites the mm-hmm. finger off, um, gave me huge raw vibes. So I thought that's kind of where it was going. Yeah. If you guys raw's a movie. Okay, Raw's a French film about a cannibal. Um, you told me about it, that's why. I, yeah, it's a French yeah. film about a cannibal. It's much different. Um, it's about a vegan that tries human flesh for the first time because of um, like initiation into veterinary school, hmm. and she like gets addicted to it. And so it's like much different than this, yeah. and it's like a horror movie, and it's really really solid but gets really gross it's a little way more artsy than this yeah um you would probably very much enjoy it i don't know if you would tristan (laughs) um but it's it's on a lot of people's like top few foreign films uh, and talked about it all the time and so it kind of gave me that vibe from the start and then it's very quickly (laughs) it's the the rest of the cannibal scenes after that are very tasteful i think good choice word um he was waiting for to say something yeah that one 
marked and ready to go. It was all in my, it, if you read my letterbox review, it, I, have two, <laughs> gotcha. I have two little zingers in there like that. Gotcha. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's about it um, for this one. I knew it was going to be a little bit quicker. We watched this over a week ago, yeah, and uh, um, and it's pretty just a straightforward, not straightforward drama, but it's a just a drama um, that. I like the relationship that they build, and yeah. I like learning about their families and them being domesticated at the end. It's wonderful. Yeah. There's also, there's also just not a lot of things to shit on, and sometimes that's what takes up some podcast time yeah. is when we have to shit on all the bad things that the, the movie's doing. And this doesn't have that. There's nothing that's bad. It's just uh, some stuff will land and some of it won't. Some of it can get a little boring, um, and then not everything's fleshed out, but the director doesn't want it to be. So, yeah. Uh, ratings. Four. Four? Uh, Tristan? <laughs> That's not a rating. 375. 375. Um, I think I'll stick with a four as well. Um, yeah, I think four is, four is good. Um, so, yeah, we're all... Uh, well, Tr- Trevor and I are above the letterbox average. Tristan is .05 under the letterbox average. That's okay. Um, I can't handle... The, if I have to close my eyes and my ears, then like, you got to go down a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, it was mainly just noises. They Oh, yeah. That's what I gets don't... me the first time is that crunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't normally have to cover my ears, but I sure did. And yeah. I made sure of it after after I heard it the first time. So it was like <laughs> Oh, stop. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? That would be funny. And it was. <laughs> Next week, uh, we will either be doing The Whale or, yes! or yes! Sorry. Empire of Light. Uh, we will see what more people are watching on Letterboxd. I hope we do The Whale. Uh, well, we can always I talk about we The we Whale. The whale. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what we'll be doing next week. Trevor, if you want to give a, like... One minute review on Violent Night since we were supposed to do that. You're more than welcome to, and then we will head out. Uh, It is fun, and it is gory, and it's violent, and it's actually so. There's a fun. Is it at night? It is at night. (laughs) Um, David Harbor. I actually wish they leaned more into the kind of gag, gaggy, like a a Christmas. Like there's a moment where um, David Harbor, who plays Santa Claus, turns around and he says something like. Santa Claus is coming to town, and it's just it's just funny. And he he all his lines I think he delivers really well. There is if you're a Home Alone fan and you've always had the uh, the idea of like, oh well, you know, if you get hit in the face with an iron, that would kill you, and like from the Home Alone traps, mm-hmm. then you will enjoy this movie because <laughs> they actually kill. There are some traps in it, and it's actually that is that specific scene I'm thinking of the theater like had got the most reaction out of was those that that scene and stuff so yeah it's pretty no it was a good time i really enjoyed it and i think i just from what i've seen on letterbox it looks like people are liking it more than i thought they would and i went in with pretty low expectations anyway so yeah i recommend it go see it okay sweet not for children don't take your children to go see (laughs) I'm sure they still will. Um, okay, well, that's it for today's episode. Like I said, next week will probably be The Whale or Empire of Light. There are two other things that are coming out, um, and maybe those will take over, but I doubt it. Um, and if we don't do The Whale, we can talk about it for a couple seconds like we did on this one. So thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>